keep on keeping on. Yeah, we just got a message uh, right before the show started oh, from shit. a listener of ours named uh, Johnny Edinger. Oh. And uh, he said, keep on keeping on, folks. And I think that's good advice to get the show started, Johnny. I think so. You enjoy yourself. Uh, enjoy as many beers as you like tonight, John. Oh, thanks, I am buddy. going to be taking a boob light break <laughs> for a bit because my, my, uh, I, I went a little hard with Joe last night celebrating his Kill Tony uh, debut. Day butt. Yeah, yeah. It was great. He was wound. You know, he's wound up anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah he was just wound right up. Like, he could <laughs> not sleep. At what? It was like two or three Joes? Just yeah. stacked on top of each other. And it's like the, like there's like literally like hundreds, if not thousands, of people like commenting like, oh really about the show, right? So everyone that pertains to him, he's like, you know, he's just all over, mm-hmm. and like no, none of us, we like to pretend that we have had various levels of success in comedy. Yeah, but for real, we get very little trickling, uh, you know, people giving us any sort of comments or or sort of reviews on our work yeah most of it seems like we're just pissing it into the wind you know like we're just like thrown into the ether and not, not many people we don't know if anyone's consuming it at all you know and then yeah i think for the most part but yeah sometimes you get those people at shows that come up to you after they're like quoting your material and yeah i know and then it's like what the heck yeah it's like oh you really paid attention and you really liked this like, yeah 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 that's the thing. It's like when I get a message from Australia and, uh, you know, from Emil or whatever, and he's telling me about something he heard, like that's pertaining to something we talked about on the show. Yeah. It's like, that is like the coolest thing in the world, man. Yeah. You know, he actually listened and cared enough to actually reach out and talk to you about it, too. So, yeah. Yeah. And me and Emil know each other now for like, like uh, almost a decade. Fuck. Just yeah. through the podcast? Just through the podcast. I've never met him. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And uh, there's a whole bunch of people like that that I only know because of this show. Mm-hmm. And I never would have met him. And uh, and some of them I haven't ever met in person. Yeah. But like, it's but like. They're a, like friends of yours. And, yeah. Like, I would yeah. consider Emil a friend of mine. Yeah. Like, I've known him for almost a decade and we communicate back and forth. And if anything was to happen to Emil, I'd be crushed. Yeah. <laughs> Like I would be. He's a. He's a. It was like what what happened to the Haitian dwarf? He just fell off the face of the earth, and he was one of our best listeners. You know? oh, okay. But you know the you know the dwarfs. They have tough lives, Johnny. That's true. Yep. And so we knew it was coming someday with the Haitian dwarf, and it did. But it's sad nonetheless. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. We used to have multiple little people listeners. Yeah. And now I think we might be down to just one. Oh. <clears throat> Maybe you know. Beaver's been pretty vocal about more of our little people listeners making themselves known. Yep. So that Beaver can have a friend that's a little person. Oh. He, he's never had a friend that's a little person. I do think he was telling me this one day, actually, yeah, that yeah. he wants a little person friend, yeah, yeah. to take in the tractor with him. And- <laughs> <laughs> did he say that, yeah, taking the tractor? He did, yeah. <laughs> he probably didn't say it as a joke either. He probably said it like he thought it would be legit fun. Yeah. Yeah, what I like about having a little person friend is, one, I'm taller than him, which I'm not taller than many people, and mm-hmm. then two, they fit in the tractor. Yeah, they can fit in the tractor with me, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny man yeah but yeah he does really want that so if you want to go if you like if you're a little person you like tractor rides uh, this is your <laughs> this is your lucky day yeah go talk to beaver go talk to beaver and uh you know you'll have a lot more great uh options and oh <laughs> look at that you're on just in ready about in time yeah. for the theme song <laughs> 
ladies and gentlemen, your host of tonight's podcast, uh, the greatest podcast to come out of Pine Grove, uh, especially in a pool shed. Um, he's a comedian and he's a two-time, two-time President's Club Award winner. Put your hands together for Pete Van Dyke. Ah, look at that. Thank you. Thank you. What a lovely crowd that's come to join us here for episode 450. Fanfare all around. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lonely night here in the pool shed, but one person that I can really count on is my good friend and comedian. He's sitting in the co-host chair tonight. I'm taking care of all the button pressing for him. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Retton, everybody. Johnny Retton. Uh, <laughs> you have a good thing going, eh, Johnny? That's, do, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I enjoy just. <laughs> I never know what it's going to be, but. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You get one, right? Yeah. Anyways, Johnny, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being here. Beaver was tuckered out. He's working too hard. Yeah, it makes sense. He's uh, busy, Beaver. Yeah. And, Ke- yeah. and Kevin is on the uh, uh, holidays, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, big time holidays. Really putting in a shift. Because his son's going away to school, I think he wants to really like, yeah, taking every last moment with his boy. And you know what I say, Johnny, to those people: get your priorities straight, fuckers. <laughs> this is the Dutch Hall of Pete Van Dyke. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good thing tonight wasn't cheesecake night, or we would have been fucking. Oh yeah, me and you would be having after. a great night, and they would be really regretting it. Yeah, not being here. But I did not do the math. We did. Uh, we squeezed in a four forty nine with Joe. About his kill Tony thing, and then we had four. This made it four fifty. I thought we had one show to prepare for cheesecake. Yeah. So we decided we were going. I was just going to record shows, and I'm not going to live stream them because it tends to be more of a distraction than anything else, and we don't get a lot of numbers, you know. Yeah. And I'm putting out things with like subpar sound and subpar, uh, you know, uh, uh, everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes the video cuts out and then the audio and video cut out and you lose it. And then if anyone was watching, they just like, they stopped. Yeah. They give up at that point. Yeah. But if I edit it, then I can kind of like make it so at least you can hear the show during those little moments. And, or I can put in a picture of, you know, something funny, like a yep. Jesus and a dog's ass or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little treats for the listeners. Yeah. So Easter I was like, eggs, I think they call them. But today we realized it's 450. I missed my opportunity to get cheesecake. Well, we could release it later, make this 451. Yeah. But what we did was instead is that we made a deal. Yep. That we would live stream this for one person. Yep. In order that we could get cheesecake from her uh, at a later date. Exactly. And this is what we did tonight. We are only live streaming. If anyone is enjoying this and you are not making us cheesecake, you are reaping the benefits of this lovely lady that's making us cheesecakes. Yeah, so stop watching. <laughs> yeah, good point, Chad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Or make us cheesecake. Or make us cheesecake. Yeah. That's, you got two options. Or give us five bucks yep. and become a shareholder. Exactly. And I have to talk about, while we're talking about this shit. Yep. Number one, Clean Flow is the best. Go support yeah. Clean Flow. They, they make this uh, show go. Uh, Clean Flow, that's K-L-E-E-N-F-L-O. That's, check them out, cleanflow.com. Uh, lube up your life with clean flow and um put some goo on it yep right on it and uh also there if you like the tragically hip yep uh there is a podcast called getting hip with a hip oh yeah uh hosted by jamie Dew, and uh they uh, you can check that out wherever you get podcasts getting hit with a hip and the premise of the podcast is that they uh take two guys one guy from the united states mm-hmm. one guy from uh 
Spain. Okay. And they uh, introduce them to the Tragically Hip. And each show, they go through a different album. And they get they they introduce these people who never heard of the hip, and uh, introduce them the whole catalog. Okay. And it culminates with the finale of the podcast, where these people all get together in Toronto, Ontario. Yep. At the Rec Center for a Rec uh, Room, isn't it? Oh, Rec Room. Yeah, that's right. The Rec Room. That's right. Thank you, Johnny. The rec, I got you, Pete. The Rec Room, September first. There is going to be a uh, the finale of the podcast. Uh, followed by a, uh, a tragic hip cover band, I think Fish Fifty Mission Cap or something. Okay, yeah, and I heard you might be hosting that, and I am hosting the event. Yes, yeah, that's right. I'm yeah, hosting. That's that. why I knew where it was. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I've and I have tickets to give away to Dutch Hall listeners. If uh, anyone would be interested in going to such a thing, reach out to me at the Dutch Hall Gmail dot com. And there's two tickets for uh, I think it's a Friday, September first, at the Rec Room. In Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. You should give out one ticket to one person and one to another person Ooh. and make them meet at the show. And then they can fall in love. Exactly. O- over their love for the hip. Yeah. Oh, and their be- love for you. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Oh, that's like that's like wonderful, beautiful, romantic stuff, Johnny. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope it does happen. Wouldn't that be I something, think, eh? Yeah. If you just find two people like sad and they found solace in our show. Yep. Oh, and then imagine that! Like, and yeah. then I and then I can. Sh- they both come together, and they're and then uh, they come to watch us at one of our comedy shows, and then uh, yep. all of a sudden they find each other and they just uh, listen. Like our podcast brings them together. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Ah, and then you could MC their wedding too. Yeah, just like Beavers. Yeah, and they're still married. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you I couldn't th- have done that bad of a job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we uh, and and like they had the that time they had the Dutch Hall band, the Nocturnal Emissions, sang their first like their opening uh, dance. Oh, really? Yeah, Beaver had like <laughs> Mike and Charters. Yeah, sing um, John Legends. Uh, like uh, I don't know John Legend very. I don't much, either. But it's a real fucking gay song. Like it is like super, uh, like uh, all of you. Loves all oh, I know the song. Yeah, you're my hope and my baby. You you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyways, they're singing it, two guitars <laughs> into each other's eyes. Oh, that's. They beautiful. turn their stools so they're singing at each other. Oh, that's beautiful. It was like <laughs> I was laughing my balls. Off yeah. <laughs> because uh, they decided like there's no way of singing this song and not coming across a little gay. Yeah. So they decided lean into it to just lean right into it, mm. and, and I enjoyed every minute of it. I tell you, I. I, I mean, how could you not? <laughs> oh yeah, and they were dancing like romantic dance, and Mike was singing like with the voice of an angel. Yeah. Like it sounded beautiful. Don't get me wrong, mm. but I could see what they were doing to get through it. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were deciding to like really like lean into that part, and I thought it was hilarious. But like it still seemed nice. Yeah, like it wasn't like they were ruining the wedding. No, no, they weren't doing it to be dicks as much as they just knew you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, and like, they yeah. couldn't get through it if they were taking themselves seriously. Yeah, because they would never play a song and sing a song with that kind of heart and emotion, mm-hmm. uh, like without feeling kind of facility about yeah. it. Right? <laughs> and then so they were like, okay, we gotta like, like at least have an internal bit. Exactly. Yeah, something yeah. to keep it light on their end. So yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I do that all the time, man. We had this one. This one time I was doing that short film for AJ. Yep. And uh, Joe's the sound guy, right? Mm. And uh, it's terrible. Like, I'm not enjoying myself because I don't like <laughs> acting, right? <laughs> yeah. And then so, like, um, 
I'm trying hard, but I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what this fuss is about without, like, why I already said it a bunch of times. Why do you keep making me say it again? Yep. But anyways, I'm like, fine. I don't know what this job is. And then, uh, but actually after a while I started to get it and like it, but at the one day I'm really not enjoying myself the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a attention breaker. So I start making jokes to Joe. Oh, okay. And uh, they're so mean. Yeah. Like they're the meanest jokes I've ever t- said to them. Yeah. In my life, you know? And, Which is uh, saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I say mean things to them all the time. But yeah. this was like, I went like. Over the line. Yeah. 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 Like I went into his family and stuff <laughs> like uh, really going for the joke, you know? Yep. Uh, but like mean, like insensitive, mm-hmm. you know? It was, and I was just doing it so that I didn't have to deal with, so I'd have a tension breaker from the shit I had to deal with, you know? Yep. Like, I'm like, I'm having a terrible time. I just need a, something to, I just need to like fuck with someone. Exactly. Yeah. In order to, <laughs> in order to get through your day. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, that's probably like a broken, uh, attribute in a human being. Yeah. You know, like if you're, well, I mean, I was similar though when I was on the set of uh, Falcon Bridge is falling down, uh, coming soon to Bell Five. Um, yeah, um, like when I was on set for that, like I don't think I would have made it through the day if I didn't have Pat there to like just walk over to and make stupid jokes every now and then. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. You're not a regular person. You're like a bro. You're like a comedian as well. Yeah. So like that's something that we do that normal people don't do. Oh, really? That's what I think. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's like, hard to say because we're neither one of us is one of them. But yeah, I know. But like, we see and think that's kind of normal to do that. Mm-hmm. And like, most people, normal people, would be like, "No, you don't." Just because you're having a bad day, why are you making fun of this man and his family? You know? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, see, mine was less mean stuff, but uh, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I know. You want me to tell you the joke because it's bad. Yeah, I do. I do want you to tell me the joke, actually. <laughs> so, like, Joe's got a, a daughter that has special needs, right? Yep. And um, and then he was t- applying to be on Family Feud. Oh, really? Do you remember that? No. Oh, yeah, he was because there was Canadian Family Feud. They were, like, having you could put in your family to try to be on that. Yep. So, Joe was doing that. And I go, is your daughter on the team? Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he goes, no, no, like, like he's mad. Yeah. So then I really, uh, <laughs> then I was leaned like, into it. Yeah. Then I, then, then I leaned into it and I just said like that, I'm like, why would you not have her on there? She's a star. Exactly. Like, yeah. She's the absolute star. Yeah. I would pay. She'd be the reason it would go viral and stuff too. And yeah, I would yeah. want to sit there and watch the host like try to get an answer out of her for the whole hour <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> that would be <laughs> and then moses uh, heard me doing it yeah and then he started to uh to do the same thing to do tags <laughs> like sample questions and the sample answers yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you can i don't want to go exactly where we went but you can imagine I, yeah i have a pretty um, good idea between the two of you <laughs> yeah it's like uh you know what is something that you uh uh Always wanted to be when you, uh, always wanted to be when you, uh, wanted to be when you grow up when you're a kid or something like that. Yeah. And then cookie. Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a lot of that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. It was like, yeah, uh, just silly, dumb, silly, dumb. Yeah. Insulting that, which is yeah. all mean all the way around. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's still hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And all, the two things have to happen in that. 
one, everyone involved has to be a comedian. Yep. For that to work, or you're the worst person. Yeah, in the you world. are a horrible person. If not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, all three of those comedians have to actually love each other. Yep. And or not, me and Moses don't have to love each other. Yeah. yeah <laughs> in order yeah, to be yeah. that, but, me, but we all have to love, have love the love victim. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The victim. We all have to love him in order to make that work. Yep. Otherwise, if you're doing the joke to a person you actually hate, everyone in the room will will know that that this is going to be a fight or something. Exactly. There's yeah. a tension there. But you notice when two buddies are like saying terrible things to each other, like no one's uncomfortable. No, it just seems. Yeah, because yeah. because there's something now. There's that tension's not there. Mm, like it's like Shazman, uh, Jarrett Campbell. Oh, do they do they? Like, well, whenever happen? Shazma opens for him, Jarrett apparently just goes up and he's got like ten minutes oh. just about ripping on Shazma. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Yeah, and like Shaz loves it. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to have a ton of Shazma jokes too, and they would just pop into my head because I hung around with him so much. And then you'd just think of him because yeah, he'd be the f- most fun guy to roast because I have so many Shazma jokes for no reason. <laughs> you know? He does look like his legs shouldn't work, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have so many good ones. It's like he looks like if uh, he looks like if Jim Henson made a pedophile Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> those are good jokes those right? are really good jokes yeah <laughs> and i never get to use them yeah yeah <laughs> you, you gotta plan a roast for him just yeah. to use them yeah i'm like god damn it man i can't i haven't followed him in years yeah. i'm like if i could at least follow him i could throw a couple of those in yeah I, those or if dandies. you know or if you do a roast of yourself then you could just book him just so you can do those jokes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i actually uh, did that for ro- jokes i wrote about joe oh really I, I had the roast pete van dyke just to if you watch that roast back it's just me roast it's the roast of joe Botello. basically yeah but we just disguised it as the roast of me yeah (laughs) and joe was the only guy that didn't write oh really just tried to just riff it (laughs) yeah it'd be funny when he went up there yeah and i was banking on that yeah (laughs) like i was banking on that at that time you know Mm -hmm. he would come with nothing and everyone else would have jokes because other guys i hired were like justin gale i didn't hire him i asked him to do it i paid him zero yeah but justin gale and uh uh tig right oh yeah and they both re- will j- write jokes yeah you know? like or at least have tig's good at um insults yeah like he's a good roast guy mm-hmm. and he's a good writer too like i've seen his regular set and stuff and yeah, yeah. he disguises it well too yeah and it really is disguised well i hate we're just blowing uh sunshine up his ass but uh, it's <laughs> true though he disguises it well because mm-hmm. i always thought he was riffy rifferton and then and then I started doing more shows with them and then you started to see it see the same stuff over same and over. stuff and you're like oh that is real mm. and then there's another guy in London that was so unique uh and his set was like off the wall, like just like uh, he one time he shaved his head on stage and stuff, you know, like he does like, like just crazy shit like performance art type stuff, right? Yep. And like it, it doesn't resemble any comedy I've seen before. Mm-hmm. And then I, he came to Hamilton to do the judge. Okay. And it, and it was the same act that I saw in London. And I'm like, how do you even remember that? It's so like wildly like, like just out random. there. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, guys like that, that come up with comedy that I would never, ever think of in a million years. Mm-hmm. Did I introduce you, Johnny? I did. Yeah, right? you did. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they impress me. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I don't like their stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, how do, like that's just cool that you're not like anything I've seen before. You yeah. Know? You're something different. Something different. You know? Yeah. That's kind of what I think about um, 
uh, Devin Bateson. Oh, I love Devin. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I always uh, enjoy Devin because it, I've never seen anyone like Devin. No, you know? I, I got to hang out with him. I think it was last Friday night. He stopped by the club because he was promoting his uh, Fringe show. Yeah, the one-man show that he's doing at the yeah. Fringe Festival. Uh, it's still on for three days. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's watching, go see Devin's show. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so I hear. I, yeah, have, not I have not seen it, but I hear it's 40 I do. minutes of hilarity, and I really yeah. do want to see it. I do want to see it, too. I'm, yeah. I want to see it more and more as, mm-hmm. as, the, as the run goes on because mm-hmm. it's getting good uh, reviews. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like guys like that. Sheeler, too, like Kev Sheeler. Oh, also, yeah. I don't know another guy like Kev Sheeler. No. I, I didn't get him at first. I was like, why is this funny kind of thing? And then the more I saw it, I'm like, oh, no, this is just... Kev's the brilliant man. Yeah. He's so smart. And then like, That's right. I think it went right over my head though. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 And, and then finally I put it together. I'm like, Oh shit, this guy's hilarious. Like half the time he's using my like, like towns that I love. Yep. As punchlines in his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and he uses, he talks to me about my hometown. I think on purpose just to milk it for like Material. dumb hick stuff to put in his like <laughs> fake brags, yeah. you know? And, uh, like a piece of me is offended and yep. a piece of me is honored that yeah. we get thrown into his bits. Cause I enjoy his bits so much. Mm. That is the truth. I don't know it's nice to say nice things about people you like, right? Eh? Yeah, we're talking. Usually, you're shitting on comics, and we're not doing that at all. We're only no. talking about ones we like. Exactly, we're nice people. But I, I like guys that are like weird like that that I can't figure out. Yeah, you know, like that are like so unique, and, but also funny, right? Because there's some yeah, people yeah. that are just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it's like, where's the jokes in this? Are you just? Is this just you? Yeah, right. Yeah. But then, like somebody like Doug Nagy. Who goes on stage and just screams? Yeah, yeah. Right, saying "cunt" like every fifth word. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you see him off stage and he's calm, quiet, like yeah, super yeah, yeah. nice guy. Like it's just such a yeah. It must whatever. be an outlet for them, eh? Exactly. Yeah. I started swearing in the car, like or when I'm alone, which yep. like if I'm just in a room by myself, I'll say like uh, a bunch of swear words. Yep. Uh, just because you sound like you have Tourette's yeah big time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I asked my like therapist about it you know like is that okay yeah because like uh, I am like feel like I need to let it out because I'm not allowed to be like myself mm-hmm. uh, ever yep because <laughs> <laughs> myself is like offensive to people and it upsets them that's what is the truth Sometimes, but it's true though, eh? Like it rubs people the wrong way. Sometimes I, it does, but like you find your people, right? And they love it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but uh, but like my my thing is like my intent is not to do that. No, yeah. there's not a malicious bone behind any of it. I think. I think it's just you. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know what I sound like or what I'm doing that's making some people so upset. But it does, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, <laughs> strangers and stuff, especially like, people never met me before. Like they're. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Guy? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know what I'm doing because like I've just always been like this. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, people don't know. So like it, it is, it does kind of give you a complex after a while. Yeah. Because you're like, what the, f-? like everyone's kind of like, not only are they like, they have an opinion of me. It's mm-hmm. very negative. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a first, their first reaction of, for to me a lot of times is very negative really i have resting bitch face you do a little bit but. yeah i have a i have a resting bitch face and people will just if they're insecure themselves they're gonna probably read the worst in that yeah they project know? it back 
like he doesn't like me. Their insecurities onto you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm sitting there going, I yeah, I'd like wish, hope this guy will like me. Exactly. Yeah. Or this per, this person will like me, and mm. then that person's like, this guy hates me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what my face is saying. Mm-hmm. So, but your heart's not. So no, and my words aren't usually no. Uh, but yeah, that's the. I always say, can I? What about my words? They count. And they're like, yeah, but everything else is so shitty. Like, you should <laughs> probably work on that other stuff. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just explain to everybody that the stuff that you hate is like, uh, it's cool because I always do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I tried that for 50 years. It didn't work. No. Both <laughs> time I tried working on it, I guess. Yep. Um, Hey, it's wanna, too late in the game to change that now. So Yeah, yeah. You want to look at the wheel this week? I, I was going to say, yeah, we might as well go through it, see what's on there. Yeah, we got uh, this week we got a joke book, which is, uh, we'll just go into the old joke book there, Johnny. That's all it is. Simple. What, like just like a we big, got that joke book. A big oh, fat, that big fat joke. Okay. Big yeah. fat joke book. I didn't know if you meant our joke books. No, no, not our joke books. Okay, good. Uh, position of the day, we go, go in that sex book, Johnny. Oh, fuck. It's a lot it's kind of a lazy today. wheel. Yeah. Forced impressions. I'm not taking that off until we do it, I guess. Cause it's, I it's don't like that week. one. <laughs> uh, Dutch Hall Corrections, probably something we should do. Because Beaver is. Oh, I know. Last week, there was a lot of things that need to be corrected. Yeah, fake news. Fake yeah. news all over the place. Plus, yeah. me too. I, I said some things that were wrong. <laughs> Thick Farm Chat. Beaver was supposed to be here. That's what that was for. Tesla pickup trucks makes it back. Yeah. And Dutch Hall News is actually a segment that. Has written jokes, Johnny. Oh shit! Uh, taken right out of the headlines, ripped. Yeah, right out of the headlines, as they say. Yeah. See, I feel like we should maybe do the corrections and the news either way, even if we don't spin them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you know what this wheel tends to be kind of rigged. Joke book. Ah, uh, joke book right off the hop. Yeah. Got to start strong, Pete. What are we gonna? All see? we did was sit here and be nice to people for the last like ten minutes. So. All right. I'm gonna. S- oh no. I, re- I forgot about my blindness. <laughs> Good uh, thing we're not live. A cucumber. No, a wealthy playboy was going out with three different girls at the same time. He wanted to settle down, but couldn't decide which of the three to ask to be his bride. So he decided upon a test. He would give each of the girls f- $5,000. I think that's 5000 <laughs> $5,000 to spend and would monitor what each of them spent the money on, right? The first girl spent the cash on a complete makeover, new clothes, new hairdo, new tits, the whole thing, right? Yep. And uh, she told him, I wanted to look my best for you because I love you so much. Sounds like a contender. Yeah. The second girl bought new golf clubs, a CD player, well, this is a back, uh, let's say, whatever that would be, like a... Yeah. Uh, Not even an iPod now. Yeah, yeah, whatever. An expensive leather jacket, a widescreen TV, and gave them all as gift, to, to him as gifts. Oh. Yeah, she said, these are taken of my love for you, she declared, and he was imp- impressed mm-hmm. with her as well. The third girl invested the $5,000 in the stock market, tripled her initial investment, and gave him the $5,000 back plus interest. Hmm. She then reinvested the remainder for her future because I love you so. Hmm. And he was also impressed. Yeah. Right? That's a tough choice. Yeah. Clearly, this is a tough decision. I don't know where this is going. I've never read this joke before. So, clearly, this was a tough decision to choose between the three. He spent... 
several days in deliberation before coming to the only rational conclusion. He he chose the one with bigger tits. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh, man. I wish I could see better. I think I could have better timing on that joke. Okay. Oh no. no. Dutch all news. Dutch all news. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dutch, Dutch all, all news. news. Dutch all news. Dutch all news is Dutch all news. <laughs> I just gotta get my news. Yep. Our little impromptu theme song I think went off a little early, but <laughs> Did I hit a button? No. No, just us singing Dutch All News. Oh yeah. Okay, Dutch All News. Let's see what I got here. All right. A new crave in the kitchen. Welcome to Dutch Hall News. Okay, we got it. A, a new crave in the kitchen is sheet pan pancakes. Heard of that, Johnny? No. Sheet pan pancakes. Now you can spend less time flipping flapjacks and more time sipping mimosas. Ooh. Believe me, the alcohol will help you forget you're a lazy parent and a crappy cook. <laughs> A doorman in Brooklyn has gained notoriety for taking pictures of dogs he's seen throughout the day, Mm. leading many to say that is no way to refer to women, sir. (laughs) I've actually got a joke similar to that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Legendary crooner Tony Bennett passed away at the age of 96. Let me just say, on behalf of millions of people on the planet, mm-hmm. I thought this guy died ten, died ten years ago. <laughs> Ba-doom-cha. Last joke of the news cycle here. A woman was found dead in Yellowstone National Park, apparently mauled by a grizzly bear. Well, at least she got to die doing what she loved. <laughs> Fighting a grizzly bear for her life. <laughs> That's Dutch Hall News. Yeah, that was a very Norm McDonald at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, I kind of stole it. Yeah. That was based on the the soccer ball and traffic joke. Yeah. Uh, that Norm McDonald told on the SNL. Yeah. yeah. It was very similar. Yeah. And I but said, it was good. And I said that one to Jane, and the look on her face, I'm like, is this joke funny? And then I'm like, then I go, <laughs> yeah. A wrestling a grizzly bear for her life, and then she just looked at me like, uh, like, like I had. She was so confused. Yeah, she didn't get. And she said, "Why?" She said, "Why?" And then I was like, "That made me laugh." I'm like, "I'm gonna definitely tell it then because I want that. I want people to be driving their car and be like, what What the fuck was that?'" (laughs) It was her dream. Yeah, (laughs) she loved wrestling grizzly grizzly bears bears for her life. Yep, just this one won this. Hey, win some, lose some. So is that actually like real news? Yeah, those all real news stories. Oh shit! I feel like we should do this segment more. Yeah, I'm trying to do as a writing actually. Yeah, 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 and then eventually, uh, good guess, jokes. Exactly. Yeah, I guess jokes <laughs> out of it. And yeah, <laughs> no, like write better ones than those. Yeah. Anyways, we we don't have to force this wheel. What are we on now? I don't know. Oh, nine thirty-eight. What do you mean nine thirty-eight? Is that the time? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant nine minutes thirty-eight seconds. Uh, oh, gross! Fucking earwig, man. Oh fuck. Oh yeah, we're like half hour in. Okay, we're oh, cool. Okay. We're cool, man. We got lots Fuck of time. Flying by. Yeah, man. Yeah, I figured we were like fifteen in. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying how we were talking about how we do things that we're because com- we're, we're comics and we don't know that, that normal people don't do it. Yep. And then also before the show, we were talking about how lucky it is to do something that you like doing, right? Yeah, that you love and Yeah, that you yeah. like your job. And uh 
how like when you like your job like with we like being comics like we don't ever think about retiring ever no like no it, retirement is not crossed my mind since i started comedy yeah like retirement is something when you think about when you're doing something you hate yeah and, and then when you like doing something re- retirement never crossed your mind no like even my wife she likes her job she likes being an eye doctor right? mm-hmm. she, she really enjoys it mm-hmm. and uh, she, i ask her like how long you want to keep doing it for and she's like i don't know like i've never thought about stopping like why would i stop yeah you yeah know? that's like yeah if it's something you love it doesn't feel like work so yeah she just goes every day she enjoys enjoys it and and uh enjoys her deeply into people's eyes yeah yeah she likes it she's built a little little empire there yeah you know and like uh so like yeah why wouldn't you want to be you know mm-hmm. you, you know be proud of what you've accomplished and yeah keep working at it you know must be a filler with a great bunch of pride you know yeah i think so but if you're working for somebody else and you're like there's got to be an end to it you know mm-hmm. and you got to know that you're going to be able to enjoy another day I just didn't think that day would come. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you just end up or it would come and then you'll be like so fat and like broken down that you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, the years you get exactly. It, you know? Yeah. They yeah, don't give you the good ones. No, so, no, you should get to have your retirement in like your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And then at 30, you go back and actually earn that retirement. Yeah. Yeah. And you all yeah. work till I'm 80 then. Yeah. Like I'll work till I'm dead because it's like the worst part of my life. Yeah. And then that, that's when you get them to do like, like that's what we got to start doing is work on the old people yeah. more because I think the old people will, will live longer that way. Yep. Uh, they'll do it for cheaper. Yeah. They got Yeah. They'll probably do it for cheaper. That's, yep. that's a thing. I think we can, I think we can make this happen. Pete. I think we can start instead of thinking we're going to have some sort of population crisis. We don't have enough young people to take care of the old people. How about this? Old people take care of themselves. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Old people take care of old people. How about that? Yeah. Huh? You ever think of that? You know, uh, robots. <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking. A robot yeah. bum wiper would be the first thing I invent. Yep. Because I am not doing that for old people. No. A diaper changer would be right after. Yeah. No. I, I You have I have to really love you. Mm-hmm. Like really, really love you. Yeah. Would you change my diapers? No. No. See, that's fair because I wouldn't change yours. No. I wouldn't try even, to fuck me. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I wouldn't even let you, Johnny. Yeah, I would not let you change my diapers. Yeah, I would be insistent that I change my own diapers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't ask that. You don't ask a friend to change your diaper, you know. No, you get a Filipino. Not unless lady. you're really drunk. You get a Filipino stranger to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not unless you're really drunk. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one, eh? Yeah. What if this is a? Does this happen to someone I know? Mm-hmm. Um. And this is crazy. This is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. This is a this this is a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky to have him as a friend. I'll tell you that right now, because this guy is a friend like I've never heard before. <laughs> and uh, I'll t- after this story, but anyways, he lives with this friend of his, mm-hmm. another friend, and uh, and uh, these guys have been friends since they're young, and this they lived in Toronto, and they had this big party, mm-hmm. and this dude. They were, I think it was at the beach and they were playing volleyball and stuff. Then they come back and a uh, lot of drinking involved, a lot of drinking. Yeah. Right. But this guy had people he worked with back at, at their house, you know? And at one point, this guy's so drunk, he's like taking a piss on this mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. in front of the girls and everything, you know? Like, yeah. Takes an actual whiz on him, you know? Oh, shit. I thought you meant like ripping on him and shit but no like pissed on him like whipped out his dick <laughs> to piss on the piss on the deck and he pissed on 
on his buddy you know i thought it was funny you know oh my god and like this is this has happened like this happened because this guy's super wasted right then the guy's like so he gets a little upset about that but says go on you go sleep this off you know you're behaving like a fool in front of you're gonna regret this yeah you know so the guy goes gives him a chance the guy goes to sleep it off well my friend goes to check on him a little bit later Mm -hmm. and his room just smells like ass like just horrible right (laughs) Mm mm-hmm well, the guy had shit himself. It looked like a chocolate pudding all over the sheets, you know? And uh, just horrible stench and uh, gross, you know? Mm-hmm. And most of the other people that were at this uh, function, which I was not one of, so I was not sworn to secrecy because yeah. I wasn't even there. Exactly. I only heard this, so I didn't promise not to tell anyone. Yeah. I'm telling the whole world because I didn't use any names. No, you didn't. This guy shit in his bed and <laughs> it was like chocolate pudding and everyone left. Like most people just like cleared out of the party because it was like. It was bad. It's a party killer. Yeah. When the whole party smells like shit. Yeah. So anyways, this friend of mine mm-hmm. cleans up the drunk guy's shit <laughs> when he's sleeping like so that when he, the guy even like when he wakes up from his passed out shit himself thing yeah he barely even knows that he shit himself oh my god because this guy cleaned up everything washed the fucking sheets and like you know what i mean like wow rolled this that guy. is a good friend who would do that i wouldn't in a million years i would yeah. just like move in with someone else until this guy wakes up and finds his mess and cleans it up yeah exactly but yeah. i am not touching a thing to do with this guy right? no this guy cleaned everything. Like, he was like, uh, like, like a saint. Yeah, I can't even believe it. So no. of course I am still friends with this guy because I want to have a guy like that. Yeah. Should I ever uh, shit myself? Right. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It might happen. <laughs> Hasn't yet though. Knock wood. I have pissed I in weird places. <laughs> well, I shit myself like a like a like a shark. Yeah. Like when you think it's a fart, you gamble on gas and it comes out solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time. So yeah. I can't I can't lie about that. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't done that, you haven't really partied. Yeah. You've <laughs> never been very drunk. Yeah. One time, my daughter was just toilet training, and uh, and then she had one of those like farts that turned into a yep uh, for shit, and then uh, she was really upset with herself, you know. Cause she thought she had like, there's a big girl now she's wearing underwear and you know, like uh, she doesn't need to go back to, the, you know, she's doesn't do this anymore. Yeah. And so she was really beating herself up about it. And I felt bad. So I told her like, listen, don't feel bad. It happens to people. Like your dad is like in his late thirties here and mm-hmm. he shit himself last week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling my like three-year-old that. That's amazing. <laughs> I shit myself last week. She looked at me like it, w- it was helpful. It was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even adults will shit themselves from time to time. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody yeah. will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it's funny. I do that to my kids a lot. Give them a little piece of adult wisdom when they were little kids. Mm-hmm. It may uh, have been bad at times. Like that may have actually caused some issues. A problem. Yeah. Sometimes they're not ready for that information. Yeah. But I don't know how to lie. Yeah. Like no, you are very just like, this is how it is. This is what happened. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, so. The, if a kid asks me something, it, my instinct is to tell them the truth. Yeah, and like what a, the answer is. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because as a kid you didn't have that, or did you have that? Uh, no, I think I did have it. Oh, really? Yeah, but for a different reason. Like I mm-hmm. think people just talk. Like I was with adults all the time working, mm-hmm. 
and but they would just talk like it wasn't there. Oh, okay. You know, but and nobody was saying it to you. No. Okay. You would just hear adult conversation all the time, but yeah. you weren't. They weren't talking to you. You just hear them saying it. Yeah. And I would just sponge it up. I didn't say much. Yep. Around adults, so yeah. I would just mm-hmm. be quiet, mm-hmm. but sponge it up. Exactly. Yeah. And then Absorb that's all. Yeah. And then go to the school and start saying the shit I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Trying it on the playground. First time I was trying out swear words, I was like in grade three, really tried it out hard, you know? Yep. Yeah, like- Hit all the golden ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Using as much as I could, like, yeah, just all the fucks and motherfuckers I could. (laughs) And and it was real fun. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends started it. Yep. And I just remember thinking, like, we're swearing now? Like, (laughs) hot damn, I'm in, you know? Like, we're going. And I remember just cursing up a storm. And we're playing this game we played, like, every recess. But then uh, this time we're mixing it in with just cursing like sailors. Mm -hmm. Way more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're having a blast, you know, just cursing and uh, spinning and doing this fucking game we were playing. And then uh, one of the guy's little brothers comes over. Mm -hmm. And I remember my friend saying to his little brother, what are you doing over here, you little fucker? (laughs) You know, like (laughs) it was like that. Yeah. And this kid was probably like in kindergarten at the time, you know. And he just like went right and and told on us. yeah. Yeah. And then we all got in shit. And I went home and told my dad, I said the SH word twice. Ooh. You know, which really was a lie. I said everything. Everything. And all of them more than twice, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like a million times. I was just cursing up a storm as many times I could get them in. Yeah. It was so fun. Like, I think that's the part where the principal even was like, he saw how much fun we were having with the words and how sad we were that we got caught and in trouble for something that we had such pleasure in. Yeah. Like, who was really hurting any of that, you know? It's just so much fun. Yeah. All this thing, like you're told, like there's these dangerous words and you have no business using them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get like, like you think like, oh, there's nothing stopping me from saying them. Yeah. You know, Uh, like I'm not going to get struck by lightning. Yeah. I can just say them. And then you're like, let's give this fucking thing a try. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, motherfucker. Woo. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try cocksucker. That. Woo. That's a good one too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You ever played the penis game? Uh, Where you try to say penis louder and louder. Yeah. That yeah that it, that game can be fun if you got like a good group of people playing it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah, a penis game at a concert would be super fun. Yeah yeah, because you'd get everybody doing it. Yeah, especially if you just do it uh, between songs. Yeah. So you're like everyone like you know that okay after the end of this song mm-hmm. when it's quiet then you have to say penis when it's quiet and mm-hmm. then somebody else has to top you in the next song they have to say it louder. Oh, you do it like one per song. Yeah, because you couldn't, you Just, wouldn't have much time. You could no. say penis, penis. It would be too. You maybe yeah, you'd be like one. So like at first, if you get a penis out, like if you scream penis first time, yeah. Then the second time, the person's really got to give. They got to give it. Yeah. That's that would be a fun game. Mm-hmm. I yelled pussy lips at the one concert. I've told this story before. Yeah. And it's so fun. It was so fun. Yeah, it's amazing. When the whole co- thing's quiet and the mood's not expecting it, and pussy lips is off pudding to hear well yeah it's not a thing you hear every day it's not something to yell out yeah it can't be mistaken for something else and yeah. there's no reason to yell it no <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's business absolutely not yeah. <laughs> there's no context in which it makes sense yeah you know it's so fun it's like that's the unless you're talking about steve tyler oh yeah yeah exactly yeah, then yeah. you're like i get it yeah but <laughs> but like if you're doing it for the fun of uh, just a ridiculous word and yeah. then the, I, that was one of the most fun I've, times I've ever had 
was uh was yelling pussy lips. <laughs> the guy I was with was uh was having so much fun with it. Like he took the ball and ran with it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I just met him that night, I think, and he was a great time. He was a really we had a real fun time with him. He actually just yeah just passed away actually. Oh. And uh, but yeah that that was uh is always fond memories because that guy had a whole like twenty people in our section. After we started it, he was like getting them riled up when it was almost time to, for the yell. Like at the end of the song, where it was all winding down, he's like, he's like getting them boosted up. Like, you ready? You ready? You ready? And then everyone, pussy lips. <laughs> so we had like a like a chorus of pussy lips by yeah. the end. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's so fun, man. I used to do stuff like that at uh, baseball games and stuff too. Yeah, you know, like uh, get the wave started and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I when I, I had a chaperone my brother's grade eight uh, uh, field trip. Yeah, field trip, and they went to watch a Blue Jays game. And uh, I'm 16. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm like a couple years. I'm three years older than my brother. You know, mm -hmm. like so, like I'm in high school. Yeah, and I go to this as a chaperone. And uh, I'm drinking with the uh, grade eight teacher the whole time. <laughs> like, seriously, he's buying me beers the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, I'm getting the wave going and mm -hmm. stuff. And because uh, I'm wasted. Like, I'm pretty drunk. Yeah. And then uh, I'm getting the wave going. We're having a good time. The kids are all loving it. You know, when the wave comes around, we're the ones that started it. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of a hero at this thing. <laughs> you know, like, I'm really, like, work. it's working out. Yeah. My brother's not even ashamed of me. Yeah. Like, he's... He, like it's he's actually having a good time watching watching me do that exactly yeah and he's like look at my cool older brother yeah it was yeah. like a nice moment it wasn't and then uh some assholes like <laughs> uh, sit down i'm trying to watch the game kind of thing yeah i'm like you can't even fucking see it we're in the fucking top deck yeah you can't see the game you're supposed to be drunk and having a good time that's baseball yeah <laughs> that's the whole point of baseball. Yeah. yeah like all these kids if we're all just sitting there watching if that was a bit inside or a bit outside whatever that is they're yeah. not gonna fucking enjoy this game but if we're all like just taking our shirts off yeah getting <laughs> wild and, yeah. yeah that's a that's a fun day yeah i don't get it fucking dummies yeah. but i still think like what kind of teacher was that yeah like t you know the guy if i said his name on the show i'll tell you after the show yeah. i bet you he taught you oh probably because uh, i because he ended up teaching at your school yeah um after he, he taught at this grade school yeah <laughs> you know who i'm talking about i, mean, I, I can't wait to tell you actually. i know i'm actually excited for this yeah I think he settled down in his old age. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was, was just a phase of his life that I happened to catch at a perfect moment. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. That's, a, that's awesome. <laughs> Shit works out like that. Yeah. Like, maybe he just went through a divorce or something. Like, and I just happened just to. Just happened that. to, yeah. yeah. This guy's going through something right yeah. now. He's like, I can't be the only one getting drunk. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, kid. Yeah. You like beer? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was fun, though. We had, a, we really had a good time. Mm -hmm. What kind of. And also, who lets a teenager chaperone anything? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. you're three years older. You're not going to be much better of an influence on them. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even care what they do. Yeah. And my brother, like, he did everything before me. Mm -hmm. Like, my brother, I'm pretty sure, like, I was drinking then. Uh, it was, like, one of the first times I was drinking. Oh, really? Yeah, like, and my brother had probably been drinking for a couple years. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, like... uh like when I first uh, smoked, uh, I smoked hash. Yep. It was my first time smoking any kind of weed mm -hmm. that made me stoned. And um, 
I was dropping off a guy that I was working with mm-hmm. at his house and they were smoking a hash joint and they passed it to me. And I, I tried it for the first time Yep. and I got really baked and then I was driving home and I was like, realized that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like it took me a long time to get home. And then, uh, when I, it was only a couple concession roads away too. Like I shouldn't have been a hard drive home. <laughs> yeah. It really was. So then I get home. My brother's like, Hey, can you take me into the, into town? And I'm like, uh, no, I can't take you into town. I can't even, I can't even, I barely got here. Like I'm yeah. a mess, you know? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't old enough to drive yet. And then he was like, uh, what, what happened to you? And I'm like, I smoked this uh, hash joint thing. And he goes, and you're this fucked up from that. Like, <laughs> Cause he had been doing it for years. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's and, fair. And he, he was, I was like an older kid. So like, uh, and there was no one to like break ground for me. Yeah. But then I wasn't breaking it for him because I didn't do fuck all. Yeah. But he probably knew your friends. I can bet you got laid before me. Really? I bet you everything. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He just like, like he just was like advanced. Yeah. Did he have a podcast first though? No. No. So you beat him there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, man, this guy was just like, he lived, a, he lived a, when he was young, he was like a, uh, lived a wild life. Yeah. He was in grade nine. He was, my dad one time got free um, squeezed grapes from this this lady that worked for us. She's a Portuguese lady and her husband squeezed grapes. Okay. You know, like, and then he made his own wine. Yep. So he gave my dad a barrel of these grapes, you know? Yep. And my dad made it into wine, but he didn't know what he was doing and there's no internet. And yep. he just like kind of tried shit. Yeah. <laughs> if it didn't taste good, then he just added more sugar. And it was like more like a liqueur it didn't taste like wine it was like but it would get you drunk oh, okay yeah because all that sugar turned into alcohol but my dad would also never drink a bottle of wine like in his life he's, yeah he's never really drank a bottle of wine and he's not about to drink this swill exactly know? yeah so it sat there forever and my brother hits grade nine and he sees this inventory of hooch he can get drunk from yep and he like uh, found a way that he was selling it to like grade 12 kids when he was in grade nine, mm-hmm. they were coming to our house and he was like running it out of our basement. <laughs> he was running bottles of fucking moonshiner. Yeah. Yeah. And he liquidated that whole basement. I think. Fuck. Yeah. He was a real enterprising young man. Yeah. It sounds like it. If he would, I'm surprised actually like, Oh, his son's a lot like that. Actually. His son's a lot like that too. You can just see they can like, if he chose sunk his teeth into something, he accomplished anything, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. My brother was like that too. When he was a kid, he's like, just anything you want to do, you just, you know, you do it just by hook or by crook, you know? Like my brother, this is, this is the, for me to brag about him again. He's a roof or he's a framer, right? Yep. Framers are all built like spider monkeys, like little skinny guys. Yeah. And they climb all over the place. Everyone that he works with looks like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like a big, huge guy with like a gut and like, <laughs> you know, like he's a giant guy. Yeah. And like he's doing stuff. They like, th- you, you're not supposed to be able to do that because you don't have the balance and the everything else. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and he's afraid of heights <laughs> and he's done it for like 25 years. And wow. Yeah. And he just does it by will. Yeah. Like by bare knuckling it. Like wow. just, just <laughs> like white knuckling it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's just amazing, the will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to do something as a human being, mm-hmm. you can you can pretty much endure anything. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, like we can get through a lot of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty... I think we can. Yeah, we, we're like a, we're really resilient and adaptable. Mm-hmm. Like if the whole world went to shit tomorrow... Yep. Like... Oh, so, you'd be fine. 
Yeah, you be most of us would be fine. Like yeah. I think guys like us would be fine. You'd be yeah. fine. Yeah, but I'm saying you would thrive. I would love it, but we'd all adapt right away. It would just become our new thing. Yeah, but I wish it would go like the whole shit hits a fan thing. Fucking bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I just think it would be nice to, like to have some sort of a reset, like a real reset. Yeah. Because I don't like the way things are going. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, if it would just like reset and yeah, deal you a new hand, then maybe you could, yeah, maybe we could do it right next time mm-hmm. when we rebuilt it. Yeah. Because right now it's just like, and I don't even want it. Like, it's like, uh, we have to have a revolution. Is that going to mean like people have to die over this shit? Yeah. You know, just because I think they do. Everyone can't behave. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I think it has to be. I think like I was thinking about like the king and queen of England. Mm-hmm. My daughter asked me about to say like, how come like you hear in history, like there'd be these kings that come and kill other kings and then they'd be the new king. Yeah. You know, and no one's fucking even trying to kill the royals and that exist now. No. Know? Yeah, that's fair. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't happen all the time. Like there's sometimes hundred years between. Oh the yeah. Revolts and stuff or 200 years between the, the big, yeah like uh switches out of different families and uh that's because it's like the new guy that comes in like treats everyone a little bit better right yeah so they go oh this guy's better than the last guy Mm -hmm. and like so this guy's okay and then they get used to him being okay until he's him or his kids or his grandkids Mm -hmm. uh, get greedy again yeah and they start taking too much and they have all of everything and everyone else has nothing yeah and then it resets and And then someone's gotta go in there and take some of the shit back and give it back to the people you Mm -hmm. know and i'm hoping that the next time when uh these ones i got it now like the british one yeah like when those windsors uh, the when they go out it's that they are like handing over the keys yeah like that they just say okay there's not gonna have to be a war about this it'll be like diplomatically william or whatever says yeah all right we're done with this shit this doesn't really make sense anymore all you guys that are our, our countries are now get to be your own countries and uh we're gonna take like our enough to take care of all of our family business and shit and then the yep. rest of it just goes to and whatever yeah the, the world wealth, yeah yeah and give it to the people again that's what it should be and mm-hmm. the fucking vatican should do it yep and then all these billionaires who are all waiting till they die to do it which i don't get yeah yeah it's like i have a, i have a trillion dollars now that could benefit mankind yeah but i don't know i might need it mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like for what yeah <clears throat> they keep yourself like a billion dollars yeah even everything over a billion yeah over two or two you know yeah everything over that just give it to the world now you're never going to be able to spend it no i mean but then the these idiots now they are going to mars yeah finding really expensive things to do (laughs) yeah exactly they're just just finding new ways to waste the money yeah that's what it really can't say what you just said yeah (laughs) yeah exactly that's even like i don't musk isn't doing that elon musk isn't doing that but uh bezos is yep he even said, he goes, I'm, I don't know what to do with my money, so I'm, like, doing these rocket things. Yeah. It's like, well, how about you give it to people who need it? Yeah. Like, how about you just, like, maybe give it to your employees? Yeah. That who are fucking getting paid shit? Yeah. And you're making fucking billions? Now you make so much, you have to build rocket ships that look like a cock to throw in a space. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you got half of the, your employees not knowing if they can pay rent on Friday, you know? Like, yeah. Fucking terrible, dude. Why the fuck don't they just... Like, that's what really needs to happen. There needs to be that, like, okay. Like, uh, there's a you, limit on how much money. You got to put 
like 25% of your earnings into labor costs, like, or whatever. Yeah. Like you got to distribute that to your employees, you know, and just make it so that they have to spend so much of their earnings on their employees. And if they don't, then they have so long to bring them up to speed or they can't, you know, cause it's, it's just, that's the easiest way. If your company makes lots of money, your employees should share in some of that. Exactly. They're the ones that did it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that instead what they do is they steal from the employees every year and they steal from the customer every year mm-hmm. and they benefit the shareholder every year. Yep. And the shareholder is an invisible person and you never see. No. No, I think we were talking about that last week. Too. Yeah, it bugs me. Yeah. I'll talk about it every week. Exactly. It bugs me. Yeah. Those cocks. It's so stupid. <laughs> I, I don't like it. Yeah. I would like to be one of those people that say, I don't shop at Walmart. I don't do all that stuff, but I do. Yeah. Because it's easy. It's mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah. But I also don't have a problem with like a Chinese kid uh, making sneakers. <laughs> I don't. No. I also don't have a problem with a Canadian kid making sneakers. Yeah. I was like, if that kid can get a job at a sneaker factory and makes me some sneakers. Yeah. And, and make himself some money. Yeah, he's supporting his kids. Yeah, <laughs> his kids. Yeah, <laughs> he's six. He's got three year old. Three kids and a smoking habit to support. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you say, you want to do do another one? Yeah, let's do it. I can't believe that one stays on. No. <laughs> Forest cur- No, we'll do the corrections. Yeah, let's do corrections because this because we have to do it before be we run out of time. Yep. So Dutch Hall corrections. Uh, Frankie Munez. Frankie Munez has 13 kids. No, he does not. No. He has I, one. That sounded high to me, but I just agreed with Beaver because I'm like, he's done his research. Yeah, it came up on his thing, he said. Yeah. <laughs> so his thing is wrong. Frankie Munez has a singular child, <laughs> one singular child. Yeah, but he and does do NASCAR. He does do NASCAR, and he is uh, probably doing it uh, probably for so fun because he wants to do something with his life mm-hmm. and make money. And if it makes some money and helps, uh, then so be it. But anyways, Frankie Muniz. Also, what was the other one? Um, I oh. said that the girls won, uh, the Canadian women won the last World Cup. Yeah. They did not. It was, uh, they won the Olympic gold medal. Oh, okay. The Olympic gold medal. And then Beaver also said that, uh, there's some I didn't even check, but the one... I should look at my notes. Um, Pretty much all the World Cup shit, I think. was We didn't know what we were talking about. No. I think you guys were just being hopeful you were right. But Canada did win the Olympic gold, which was like the same sort of a tournament. Okay. Um, which is still something. Again, I didn't even know there was a Women's World Cup until last week, so. Yeah, yeah. It's well, in... Uh, I've been watching a bit of it. Yeah. It's... Uh, it, it should be more... I should be more interested than I am. Yep. And the stands are empty. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, empty. they had it on at the Flamingo last night, like yeah. before the show. And fucking, it was just bare. Yeah, it's sad. But yeah, the three guys in the bar were talking about it. Like, they knew all the players' names. Like, they knew all about it. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. But they're not going to travel to Australia and New Zealand to watch them. Well, no. I don't even think they'd travel in Canada to watch them. No, but no. They, they were into it, which is what surprised me, though. Like, they were that... It has to be because of the Olympics, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. What was the other thing Beaver said? Do I have my phone? I don't know. No, I don't. Was was, it in the group chat? uh, Yeah, it was in the group chat on text, though. Yeah. Um, And and, uh, Canada won the World Cup. We didn't. It was the Olympics. And he said, I think the USA woman won the last. No, before that. 
before uh, oh nick cannon has to pay for his 10th oh kid. yes his baby mama was wrong but nick almost fooled her stupid lawyers <laughs> uh, that was is, you who said that yeah i said that yeah yeah so nick cannon beaver said nick cannon didn't have to pay for any of his kids over 10 and once you got double digits you didn't have to pay for him anymore yeah and this was based on something that one of his baby mamas said and then it uh, turns out a real lawyer yep. said that woman doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> and then uh, the, um, I think maybe uh, Nick Cannon told her that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something you would probably say if you had 10 and you're like, I don't the fuck am I going to pay all the, for all these 10? Yeah. Um, man, I really wish Frankie Muniz had 13 kids. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And so he's just Malcolm in the middle of the pack. Yeah, and one kid just trying out. Maybe it'll end at 13. Wouldn't there be something? This is like yeah. a, one of those Simpsons type things yeah. where we're really protecting, predicting the future. Mm-hmm. And Frankie Muniz, who just had his uh, first child, yeah, we will, uh, by the time he's retiring from his uh, NASCAR. NASCAR career, he's going to be, his wife will be expecting their 13th baby. Yeah. I, I think we might be predicting the future on that one. God damn it, man. Let's yeah. keep an eye on Munez yeah. and let's see what, see what he's doing. See if he's putting a few more past the goalie. We all do suspect that his polo game is weak. Yep. So Munez keeps shooting him in there deep, buddy. Deep, deep, deep. Yep. And that is Dutch Hall Corrections. Also, do not believe most of what we say on this program. We do yeah. not fact check very often, and we are dumb. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's no... I can, I can agree with that. There's <laughs> no defending us. No. Not at all. And... Uh, if somebody tries to use the Dutch Hall as a like uh, source, yeah. yeah, you're probably dumber than we are, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're going to be quoting us saying, hey, I heard this thing. Uh, yeah, don't and, fight with your friends. Yeah, and your friend, where did you hear that? If it was us, and then immediately say somewhere stupid and back out of the conversation. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, we will not be able to stand by anything we say. Yes. The only thing we have to do, Johnny, mm-hmm. have we talked about the Flamingo? No, the, no, we have not. Monday nights at Hess Village at the uh, at the Lazy Flamingo up until the, till the end of August. Yep. You can go and watch a Johnny's comedy show. It's a great time. Starts at 8 o'clock. And if you don't enjoy yourself, well, you don't like weird shit. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. You don't like fun. Mm-hmm. And you don't like uh, something that's going to be like not your average Monday night. Nope. So if you want to have a Monday night that's going to stand out, Above every other Monday night, go to the Lazy Flamingo in Hess Village in Hamilton and watch Johnny's comedy show. Eight o'clock is the start time. Yep. And that's the start time of fun, not the show exactly. Exactly, yeah. The fun. The fun starts at eight. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of fun and the Flamingo, I finally got word back for our last headliner there. Who is it? Uh, Wes Barker. Wes Barker. Yeah, he's a magician comedian out of Toronto. Um, fooled Penn and Teller. He was one of the first five or something to do that. And he's uh, in, in your room. Yeah, and he was on America's Got Talent. He's going to come out, do his his whole magic act, his whole comedy act that yeah, is involved with it. It's going to be a great time. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Lazy Flamingo. Like plug my show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, feedback. Give us some feedback. At the Dutch Hall. The Dutch Hall at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Dutch Hall. 
and slide into our DMs. Tell us what you think. Yep. And um, all, and that's it. And you can give us, uh, you can support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. Become part of the royal family. We may even put a tier out there next week for people that just want to give a buck. Yeah. Hey, a buck a month. Why yeah. not, eh? That's a nice one. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, uh, remember the rec room on the first you like the tragically hip give me a message and i can give you a ticket and that's everything right oh uh merch i got more merch coming so so look at the pete van dyke comedian uh website i am working on the cleaning up my merch getting some uh more stuff out there yeah you'll have to show me that after oh it's i i can but it's a mess because <laughs> I got two different suppliers now, so it's like yeah, crisscross. But I have to find there's some cheap stuff finally. I want to get like a t-shirt you can afford that's good. Exactly, yeah. And uh, these just, ones are good. Yeah, they're good shirts, but they're they're, well. they're kind of pricey. Like there's no margin in it. By the time you sell them for twenty bucks, that's uh, pretty much what they cost. Yeah. And I don't want to like. I know you go to a concert now. You can t-shirts is i went to hamilton it was 50 bucks for a fucking t-shirt that's me it's yeah 50 to 100 bucks for a t-shirt at a concert i think like i think 30 30. bucks at a concert should be yeah would be fine mm -hmm. but still 30 bucks for a t-shirt is pretty expensive you know yeah but i mean 25 30 bucks for like a branded shirt like that is also not really yeah i guess out there right i have to be kind of reasonable yeah but like even like a baseball cap, how much would you spend on a baseball cap? I know people who spend over a hundred on baseball caps. Oh, that's crazy. I think the most I've spent was like fifty because I shop sales. I'm cheap as fuck. Yeah, like I always said, twenty bucks for a cap is about as much as you can charge. Yeah, and even that should be, but it's not. No, it's like mostly twenty five, thirty five. Yeah, bucks, and uh, the cost is twenty bucks mm-hmm. for a real good one. With yeah. it, but it's embroidered and stuff. So now I'm looking for cheaper ones, just like a foam and mesh with uh, with like a like with the the iron on yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that and then I might be able to get like a fifteen or twenty dollar hat, you know? Yeah, like something that still looks good, but doesn't, yeah, doesn't. looks good. Just a little cheaper though. And yeah, it's yeah, a little bit cheaper. So I want to get just give people more options in in different price ranges and different quality styles, you know? Yeah. We want people to be able to deck themselves out in Dutch Hall gear. Mm-hmm. So they just look like uh, like a walking billboard, basically. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. Can, yeah. They can do the promotion for us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, 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 Johnny. This is what we do here at the Dutch Hall. If you'd like this show, 450 times we fucking did this. 450 times. Yep. And so maybe every 50 or so, I like to remind the audience that this whole experience has been uh, just a real trip, and I enjoyed every I enjoy every minute of it. The relationships that I've got to make mm-hmm. in the last four hundred and fifty shows has been terrific. We've helped a lot of people through some tough times in their life. We've uh, made a lot of good friends. We've done a lot of things we never thought we'd be able to do. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, this is only just beginning. So uh, for those of you who have been on the ride so far, thank you very much for helping us out on this crazy thing. And for those of you who are just getting started with us, uh, enjoy the ride. We're going to keep doing it and we're going to keep yep. having a good time. So until next week, we will. Anything you want to say before we sign off, Johnny? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, if you're in Sudbury, I'll be down there September 15th uh, headlining. 
at know. Little Montreal. Yeah, Little Montreal. So great venue as well. Yeah. Go, go if you are in Sudbury, that's going to be a hell of a show. Go check out Johnny. That's a fun time. Yep. Um, other than that, I guess follow me on Instagram at at Johnny Renton. At Johnny Renton, yep. it's worth your while. He puts his dick out there sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and until next week, we'll see you in tea. See you next Thursday. Bring that cheesecake, lady. <laughs> Doom. Yeah.